0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 67 of the World of Sports podcast. I'm your host, Diego Sandoval, and joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Logan Ring. Logan, say what's up to the people.
1: What up, everybody?
0: We've got a very fun episode in store. Um, we are going to be talking about the NFL, the Super our Super Bowl preview, not giving our picks quite yet. Uh, we'll give our picks in the next episode, but we're going to preview the matchup, and um, because it's, you know, we got it, Bengals, Bengals, Rams. Um, mm-hmm. Two good games last week. So uh, we can talk about that a little bit and then just kind of an outlook on the game itself. Uh, nothing to talk about in the MLB. They're still in a in a stalemate as of right now. Um, I guess the one update is they're bringing in like a government kind of like person to basically overwatch everything and make sure it goes smoothly. Like someone from the federal level, I'm not sure what that's going to do. But nobody really knows what the deal is. Uh, looks like spring training is getting less and less likely. So we'll see. Isn't that
1: supposed to be in like two weeks?
0: The pitchers and catchers are supposed to report at the end of February. so. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. It, I don't think that's happening. But uh, we'll see. Again, we don't know much. Um, but I think the bulk of this episode and I think the fun part of this episode is going to be that we are going to do our very own NBA All-Star Game draft. We are each going to be one of the captains Um, and we're going to do our draft. The reserves were announced yesterday Um, and that should be fun Uh, and we'll get to that later. That'll be the second half of the podcast. Before we jump right into it, uh, follow us on all of our social medias. Link in uh, the description of the YouTube video. And if you're not watching on YouTube, head over to the Instagram. Click the link in the bio. Everything you can ever want to find will be in there. All right. Super Bowl 56 Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, that matchup just makes me happy because it's 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 different. It's two fun teams, two talented teams, one team that nobody expected to be here, another team that went all in to get here. The Rams don't have a first-round pick. They haven't had a first-round pick in like four seasons, and they're not going to have one for like two or three more. It's just, I think that this matchup shows the different ways that you can get to a Super Bowl. You can trade for a bunch of stars and be good right now, or you can take a shot and just kind of build up with these young guys. And who knows if they're talented enough, they're going to get you there sooner than you think, which is exactly what happened with the Bengals.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think every team who's struggling dreams of this scenario that the Bengals mm. are doing right now. Um, I mean, I'm a Browns fan and it's like, this is the the dream I had where last year, Oh, we made the playoffs. Then this year we could even do this. The Bengals were last even in the division last they were season. terrible last year they were no one gave them any chance to do anything they're in the super bowl right now what a insane flip from one year to the next um and joe burrow is the real deal like i don't think people are questioning that anymore uh so i'm just so excited because both ways like the rams there's some players on that team i would love to get a ring even obj i mean i want to see him succeed i i like the guy it just sucked it didn't work out in cleveland but oh well um but yeah i i, I totally agree this is just a fun matchup i'm So excited for something new in the Super Bowl.
0: There are so many storylines. I mean, Bengals, four wins to the Super Bowl in one season, one offseason. The Bengals, they drafted Jamar Chase instead of offensive line, which pretty much everybody scrutinized, including myself. And it worked. Um, And then you go to the Rams. Matthew Stafford played in Detroit his entire career, goes to a good team, and he's in the Super Bowl his first season. He obviously is proving something this season. Odell, yeah. I mean, he's pro- he's proven with the Rams that he still has it. And I mean, Cooper Cup has had the great, one of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time. That would be perfect to cap off with a with a Super Bowl win. And then you almost feel like Evan McPherson, the kicker for the Bengals, has to kick a game winning <laughs> field goal in the Super Bowl. That's just like what he does. So this is going to be a fun matchup. I honestly haven't don't know who I'm going to root for because (laughs) I really love the Bengals, but also it'd be really cool if like the LA team won. And also I picked the Rams before the season even started. So that's swaying me that way. I don't know. That's just like our like opinions and like what it, our opinions on the game, on the matchup, on the teams, but just like, in terms of the outlook on how the game might actually go, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, I'd say they're on the same level right now. They're both at f- end of the top ten quarterbacks, probably. They're they're ten to twelve, both of them. I would say they're in that range. So I'd say the matchup there is pretty pretty even. Um, the receiving cores of both these teams are. Very good. I'd say the Bengals is a little bit better. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Those are three guys that can give you a thousand receiving yard seasons. And then obviously Cooper Cup was the highest producing wide receiver. I don't know if you want to call him the best because there's so many factors that go into being the best at a position, but he was without a doubt the highest producing wide receiver this season. Odell revitalized his career with the Rams. He's looked really good. Van Jefferson's a deep threat. Both these offenses are very good. And I think this game is going to come down to the defense. Um, You kind of look at the Bengals defense doesn't get as much credit, I feel like, then, obviously Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are getting most of the credit for the Bengals. But the Bengals allowed the Chiefs – they held the Chiefs to only three points in the second half of the AFC Championship game. That, that that deserves a lot of credit. And they stopped Patrick Mahomes on in overtime. That, that's probably the best, over. That's probably the best thing that a defense can do is stop Patrick Mahomes in overtime and pick yep. him off. <laughs> so yeah. that defense deserves credit, but obviously the Rams defense is just so star-studded. Um, I think the other storyline I didn't even mention is Jamar Chase against Jalen Ramsey. That's gonna be super mm-hmm. fun. Um, but I think what it's going to come down to is we have the same kind of situation as last year's Super Bowl. Um, Same conferences too. Last year, the Chiefs were missing two major parts of their offensive line and the Buccaneers had the most talented defensive line in all of football. And we saw Patrick Mahomes was forced to just try to do everything himself. And the Rams, in my opinion, have the best player in football on their defensive line and the Bengals don't have a good offensive line. That's their one thing that that's going to hold them back I think in this game. And I think that's where the Rams can capitalize.
1: Yeah, I think that's I mean, we we saw it last Super Bowl where it honestly just wasn't it was awesome to see how they just destroyed the <laughs> offensive line of the Chiefs, but like it wasn't too exciting. So honestly, I hope it doesn't happen just cuz I want to see Joe Burrow do his thing, but I'm just so excited. I mean, you can go into everything where these are the matchups, whatever. I think it's going to be fun no matter what. Um, and I I mean, either way, like I want to see all the Rams win a Super Bowl. But like if Joe Burrow wins this, like there's gonna be so many videos and stuff like he's just a badass. Like he does whatever yeah. he wants. Smoking a cigarette. I don't care. Um, Damn, you can't cigarettes. hate cigarettes.
0: I think I think he'll go
1: with cigars a, after the a game. Cigar, <laughs> cigar. Okay. Um. But anyways, like bring out a new chain whatever it'll be yeah. um i'm excited
0: he's he's becoming the 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 next guy i feel like that, that <laughs> it's almost like a guy in the league that you can't hate like there's no reason you you should hate joe burrow right now he is just yeah doing his thing um, and he's
1: earning it all too like 100 people were starting to like not give up on him but be like oh i mean he's the number one pick but like i don't know if he's ever going to be what we thought he could be and then Obviously, he's doing everything he's doing this year. So yeah,
0: people, I feel like he got injured last year. Like he had a major injury last year, and people were already calling him a bust. That just doesn't make sense. And he's proving why he's definitely not a bust. Um, That's just crazy that their their rebuild took two seasons. They got the number (laughs) one pick, and then they got the Jamar Chase was the number five pick, (laughs) and then here we are. So um, another kind of fun thing, this is the first time ever that two number four seeds are uh, facing off in the Super Bowl. So it's nice to see that teams can go on runs in the playoffs. I mean, you look back at the games that they played, the Bengals beat the Raiders pretty handily. It came down to the last play, but the Bengals were kind of dominating that whole game up until the end. The Bengals looked like they didn't have much trouble with the Titans. I mean, the defense played well. Joe Burrow didn't necessarily win that game. I'd say the defense won that game for the Bengals. And for the Bengals, being able to hold your own against the Chiefs, you're one of the best teams in the league. That's just Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, And then the Rams. The Rams dominated the Cardinals, who Cardinals weren't fully healthy, and they just didn't look like the Cardinals in that game. But they dominated. Uh, They beat Tom Brady. And then they beat a really good Niners team. Uh, Both teams have had great runs so far. And I just think it's poised to be, it it better be a good game. I'm going to be so mad because this has been the best NFL playoffs I've ever watched.
1: Yeah. And I'm still becoming an NFL fan, but this is definitely like pushing me to watch more. And like, I've picked against the Bengals every time they've played in the playoffs so far. Yep. And they just proving me wrong, and it's like, I guess this can sort of happen in baseball where a team just makes like a run, um, not as often, but like in football it seems to happen a lot more, and that's pretty exciting that everybody has a chance. It's you lose, you're out, so it's pretty fun. But I'm so happy this is the matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean upsets. That's the, that's what's I think great about football is that it's one game. Wait, you can look at it both ways, like oh. A seven game series better represents your team, which is probably true. But one game, the you know, back in 2008, nine, I'm getting the year wrong, the eight and eight Giants from the wild card beat the undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. The Patriots hadn't lost a game, and a 500 team beat them in the Super Bowl. Like, this is just stuff that can only happen in the NFL just because it's. One game winner take all, the biggest sporting event of the year, every year. So I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. If you're not planning to watch it, what are you doing? Watch this game. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I think it's going to be very offense heavy, which is exciting. So I'm up. looking I'm looking forward to it. Um, stay tuned for our picks next week. All right. That brings us to our, I guess, final segment of the podcast. Again, this is, this is going to be a fun one, but uh, it is our NBA all-star draft. Um, So basically, if you don't, if you're not familiar with the format, uh, fans vote on players that get in the all-star game based like, in terms of who gets into the all-star game, those fan votes are just 50% of what goes into it. But those fan votes are hundred percent of who is the captain. Of the All Star Game Um, captains, sorry. Uh, So this year it is LeBron James and Kevin Durant because they were the two highest voted um, people in each conference, Uh, and then basically they draft their teams based on the All Star field. So it's no longer West versus East. They've done this for what four seasons now? Five, four, five. Um, I think this is the
1: fifth because LeBron is four and zero. Yeah. Um, So uh, for this, for our
0: draft here we flipped the coin because both of us wanted to be team lebron uh and i came out on top so i'm going to be team lebron uh and logan will be team durant um so it's it's
1: snake draft correct
0: yeah okay um who gets the first pick
1: Should uh we... you get the first pick i think i do because I'm well i mean lebron got or is the it... most votes so oh, is that what it is I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Okay. All right. As in LeBron, LeBron got the most votes. Yeah. And you were LeBron. uh, But I am LeBron. Okay. With the first pick
0: in the 2022 NBA All-Star Draft, I am, uh, again, this is just a reminder, you have to take from the starters first. And then once the starters are done, we move on to the reserves. So that means Andrew Wiggins is going to be taken before some reserves. (laughs) Um. With the first pick, I am going to be taking Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong there. <laughs> so, now, so now you get two picks. All right. Um, with the number two pick, I will go with Stephen Curry. All right. And with the number three pick, I will go with Nikola Jokic. Good, good pick. Good picks. I feel like Nick, a Jokic could slip a little bit in the real draft just because he's disrespected. But
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that brings me to my pick. I get two as well, obviously. For the mm-hmm. from now on, it's two and two. Um, so I am going to go with Joel Embiid. Yep. And I need a point guard. And I am
1: going to go with Ja Morant. Solid. Okay. So I'll go with Damar DeRozan. Very nice. Who, who is left? It's Trey Young and and yeah, Andrew Wiggins. And
0: Andrew Wiggins.
1: Okay. Um, let me think about. I mean, I'll go, I'll go Trey Young. It's Trey okay, and Steph so, is a little weird, but that's fine. You get Wiggins.
0: So. You have okay, KD will play the power forward and DeRozan will play the small, small forward, forward And then you'll have Yokich Center Trey at shooting guard. <laughs> and then I I'll will up a
1: Trey at point guard. Steph can be oh shooting. yeah,
0: because Steph is a shooting guard. Steph okay. Shooting um guard. so that leaves me with Andrew Wiggins as my starting two <laughs> guard. Okay.
1: Wait, what's your lineup?
0: My starting lineup is Ja Morant, Andrew Wiggins, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. Wow, those are some
1: All Star players right there. That's a good lineup. <laughs> they are. And yours <laughs> is, I got, I got Trey Young, I got Steph Curry, I got DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic. Very nice. We both have All Star caliber teams. I would say. I I would say so. <laughs> um,
0: Uh, Just by the way, I don't think we mentioned this. Maybe we have, but um, this is just, we're just doing it. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's playing. Uh, There's obviously uh, Kevin Durant's going to get replaced. Uh, LeBron might, there are are reserves that are probably going to get replaced, but this is just, you know, everyone's healthy in this hypothetical situation. Yeah. All right. I got the first pick of the um, starters. So that means you get the first pick of the Ooh, reserves.
1: Okay. Not going to lie. I'm not ready right now, but I'll, I'll do this. Okay. Um, you
0: can have some time. If you want, we can, we can, you want to go over the starters
1: before. Oh, we haven't even talked about the reserves. Let's let's. Oh, who is named
0: to the reserves.
1: Yeah. Let's just quickly go. So okay, we can no, talk can about them it. as we draft them. Sure. Okay. All right. So you got um, the, you got the first pick of so, the reserves. So what is going to happen is Katie is gonna pick James Harden, but I'm not gonna do right. that. No, yeah, you're not. Um, you're not Kevin Durant, but you are. I. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Luka Doncic. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a good pick.
0: Yeah. I probably would have gone with it, and maybe would have uh persuaded the the league to let I, me start Luka. <laughs> I am proposing. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, maybe maybe a trade will happen. I don't know. We'll maybe. see. Um, okay, that means that I have the next two picks. I'm going to go with James Harden because nice. I feel like I need a guard that's not Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see what my team needs. I am going to go with... like i want to get him before you do so i'm gonna go with rudy gobert
1: are you serious yes
0: yes watch this team is going to be very good
1: um that might be that might be the grossest thing that you could have done right there give me rudy gobert off the bench to dominate on defense wow okay um interesting your turn (laughs) okay i'm gonna go With Zach Levine.
0: Okay. You've got the Bulls.
1: Um, I do have the Bulls, number one seed in the East for a reason. And then I will go, hmm. I'm going to go Jimmy Butler. Buckets. I got some experience on
0: this team. And that makes. Yeah. And everybody we've
1: named so far has been like, oh, obviously they're going to be there. So, yeah. I don't need to um, talk about them yet, but...
0: Right. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the teams after we draft them. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with... Uh, ooh, do I put Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert on the same team? Because they don't seem to like each other right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to go with Devin Booker. Okay. Solid. D. D Book. And then what else does my team need? Don't have that, that. I'm going to grab. Give me Chris Paul. Interesting. Give me the sons.
1: He's I like him in the all-star game. It's fun.
0: Yeah. And I feel like um, LeBron, Chris Paul, that'd be, that'd be fun.
1: That is good. Uh, I'm going to go. I need a big man. Yeah, and there is a lack of big men on this All Star ballot, which I mean is fine. Let's get rid of positions anyway. But hey, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. I feel like he fits perfectly with my team. You know, shooting center. Um, and then, hmm, I'm gonna grab Jason Tatum. I'm surprised he's still on the board. Yeah, I,
0: I I thought about it. Tatum. Okay. Yeah. I think he's been on here long enough. Uh it may cause some troubles with my team chemistry, but I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell.
1: Um <laughs> they play they play on the same team, <laughs> I don't understand. They don't like each other.
0: <laughs> they're they're um,
1: fine. They're working it out. Um
0: I'll leave him for you. But uh I will go with <laughs> um Yeah, I, I guess my shooting guard is a forward, so I don't need a forward. Um, I am going to go with Fred Van Vliet. Give me some more right. scoring
1: off the bench. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Yeah. Um, how many people, who do we have left right now? We got Chris Middleton. We got Darius Garland. And Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yes. So you get two of those and I get the one you don't want. Well, I mean, the obvious pick is Garland. Yeah, I you're going to go with that, of course. I'm going to go with Garland. I need some playmaking. Okay. Uh, you know, the crowd will hype him up. You know they're going to be going for the Garland team. I mean, it's going <laughs> to happen. That's true. It is in Cleveland. It is in Cleveland. Um, Who knows? Right. There might be two two Cavs if enough people get injured for reserves. That's all I'm saying. But, hey. um, And then – draymond or chris middleton this Hmm. is a this
0: is an interesting pick because one of them a lot of people were surprised he made the all-star team yeah and one of them is like he's not like flashy like an all-star player but he definitely deserves to be there
1: right um just looking at my team Mm mm-hmm who would I I have shooting guards and for guys who could play shooting guard in, like Luca, Levine, Steph, Damar, even. Um, you know, this is kind of gross, but I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Draymond. All right. I feel like I, I could use that defense.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. And that gives okay. me Chris Middleton. Perfect. I don't yeah. think I had a small forward type player on my bench so that works out um those are our teams i am happy with my team and i bet you're happy with your team because guess what they're both all-star teams Um, it's
1: hard to draft a bad team unless you're like kd last year somehow managed to do it
0: yeah it's it's hard but it's definitely not hard you know yeah um to go back through it my starting lineup is ja morant andrew wiggins Uh, i'd put james Harden in there if i could Uh LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. Um, I especially like my front court. I think that is yeah, you got you got some big, some Um, big players there. And then my bench is, I guess I can go in position order. I have Chris Paul, Fred Van Vliet, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, James Harden, Chris Middleton, and Rudy Gobert locking down the paint.
1: Nice. Um so my starting lineup, I got Trey at the one, Steph at the two. That backcourt is gonna shoot a lot. <laughs> then I got I got Damar at the three, uh KD at the four and Jokic at the five. Solid. Uh we kind of got, I feel like I got the guards, you got the front court. Um mm-hmm. I mean you got jaw, so I mean that's not not really, but but but, but I got Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> but you got Andrew Wiggins. Um, and then off my bench, I got Luka Doncic, Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Carl Anthony Towns, and I also got Darius Garland and Draymond rounding out my team. Um, I like it. I
0: think these are pretty even teams. I think I, I agree with you. I think I might slightly have you in the starters, but you slightly have me in the bench. I would say I could, I could see that. Um, but but we already said it they're both very good teams and it's it's gonna be exciting entertaining either way um i don't know if i see the definitely don't see the draft going exactly like this but like you said uh katie will take harden um- mm-hmm. is there anyone that like who, who like likes people who like lebron will uh, Take chris paul
1: probably yeah i could see hmm I could see LeBron taking Garland, just because he wants to like, I don't know, get with the crowd or something. Because Garland's got to be like this interesting piece for them because it's the hometown. Yeah. I don't know why Trey Young was not an All Star last year. Um, like he a, wasn't a, as a Hawk. Hawk. I don't. Maybe he was reserved. I, I don't think so. Re- I thought really. Uh, yeah, he he was. The Hawks were just so oh, bad. Oh yeah, think so. he was
0: just a fat snub. I think he made it. He was he he eventually was, but he wasn't originally.
1: Yeah, but like, I mean, there is gonna be there is gonna be that hometown thing, but I think an interesting
0: I I think an interesting thing to watch is is are KD, Steph, and Draymond, like is are KD chill with them? Like, are they homies? Um, they I think so. KD has
1: worked it out with Draymond, like they've been on a podcast and stuff, and basically the way they put their beef aside was by blaming the like Warriors organization which doesn't really make any sense but hey I guess it worked for them um but yeah I don't know like think... you know
0: if that happens they're putting Steph KD and Draymond on the floor at the same time and seeing what happens
1: well <laughs> KD and Draymond aren't going to play but yeah that's, other than that. that's actually true if we're talking so, IRL, uh, yeah but so what's probably going to happen is the reserve like the reserve to the reserve is going to be in the place of Draymond I don't know what they're gonna, I, they're gonna have to name somebody to be a starter now instead yeah. of KD. It, um, is that the only injury? LeBron, maybe. LeBron I don't know might if he's not coming play. back. Yeah. Um, so the, the actual captains might just have to pick someone for themselves too, which is kind of interesting. Um. But LeBron yeah, we'll pick, see. There's LeBron gonna be... will pick Austin Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if that's how it works. He got a player vote. <laughs> he did everyone thinks it's lebron <laughs> that is awesome uh, but yeah there, there's still some things that are going to be shaken up because of injuries um i don't know if other players are going to be injured too we got at least three right now mm-hmm. uh so we'll see but like i guess if we just want to talk about
0: yeah i was just I about mean, the reserves to say.
1: got got named Yesterday. Yesterday. So it's still very new. Yeah.
0: Um, I we're gonna do a post in the next week of our teams, right before probably LeBron and KD draft theirs, just to see what you guys think. Um should be interesting to see. But yeah, let's talk about the reserves. Um Luca, we'll start with your team. Luca, that's obvious, could have been a starter, but you know, oh uh Levine, same kind of situation. I the Bulls no doubt deserve two all stars. Mm and he's been balling right he's been playing really well uh Jimmy Butler it's Jimmy Butler <laughs> <laughs> there, you know there's not a lot to say about a lot of these guys because it's like yeah obviously they're all stars but like the heat deserve a lot of credit I don't think anybody's giving it to them the heat they yeah. have like slowly just like crept up there and it's like when did that happen
1: the Heat yeah, I really good. It's interesting, too, because they've dealt with so many injuries. Like, Jimmy Butler was injured for a bit. Bam was injured for a while. Um, and they, like, their record has just stayed consistent the entire time, too. It's impressive that they've been doing that. But they look good. And I think that they like that they're not getting talked about. So, 100%. If they didn't get an All-Star, that would make no sense. And Jimmy Butler totally deserves it.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Going back down your team, Jason Tatum. He's not having the best season or shooting as well as people hoped he would, but he's an all-star. Um, he's yeah. There's not much else to say. He might be underperforming, but he's definitely playing at an all-star level. Right. Carl um, Anthony Towns, definitely an all-star. He has been yeah. very good this season and isn't getting talked about enough.
1: Yeah. the The front court spots have been lacking and people had, some people ahead of Carl Anthony Towns that just did not deserve it at all, but he 100% needs to be there. 24 a night, 10 rebounds. And I mean, Minnesota's not in a bad spot. They they got a chance to make the playoffs. So
0: two games above 500, seven. Yeah, C I mean, in the I, West I think looking, they're going to be there. All right. um, Darius Garland got in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you're right when you said. I think it was last week that the Cavs definitely deserve one all-star. It was more just who was going to be. Um, and they went with Garland. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's fine. I don't think anybody should be mad about it. Um, I guess there's a case for Jared Allen over Darius Garland, but most of that is just position-wise. Right. Um, but obviously, they don't really care about that. So they went with Garland. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with this, but you have probably
1: more to say on him. Yeah, I mean, he he 100% deserves to be an all-star. It's just the positions that make it kind of tough, which is some of the reason why it's so frustrating that they don't at least change up the all-star voting and something like it, it. If a guy gets injured, I think you can replace him with anyone. So like, why is there even a limit on front court players or whatever? Um, Cause like the, the East, the guards were so much more loaded than the front court players and so that's why you saw a guy like Chris Middleton get named instead of LaMelo ball or something, um, which LaMelo. Sure. He got snubbed, but the guards that made it over him, deserved it over him. I mean, that's just the truth. And the Hornets don't have an all-star, which sucks, but I think they're probably going to get one when there's a reserve. Um, but yeah, like it, I don't know. Chris Middleton, in my opinion, deserved it a lot less than Jared Allen, but at the same time, I understand not putting in two calves, um, even though I think they did deserve it. It's just if you put two cabs and not like, like the buck, the bucks are a better team. So I make, it makes sense to me, but yeah, I think the format of the all-star game just might need to change a little bit, but I'm really happy Darius Garland's in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then rounding out your lineup is Draymond green. He's not putting up the numbers, but everybody knows what you get when it comes to Draymond green. And I think he definitely deserves to be an all-star.
1: Yeah. It was fun seeing him. He's like the player, tnt representative like he's actually on that crew now so he was like named while he was live talking with them so that was that was fun to watch yeah
0: wasn't he just like yeah i'm not playing
1: but yeah (laughs) like he he announced that on tv too they're like oh really like okay (laughs) he's like yeah i'm not i'm not gonna do it (laughs) say okay
0: um yeah
1: but definitely deserves it it's more of an impact thing for
0: draymond and everybody kind of is aware of that and uh I, i think it was good that the obviously I think it was a lot of Warriors fans, but also it's good that the fans realized it. Like because I feel like sometimes fan votes really they just look at the stats and they're like, oh yeah, that guy's cool. But yeah. Draymond, it's it's a different situation. Um, onto my team, James Harden. It's pretty obvious he's averaging pretty much a triple double. Um, but the Nets are really struggling without Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and this isn't. James Harden shouldn't be an all-star. He no doubt should be, but
1: Katie's out for a while. They're going to have to figure it out. And if they can't, that's not good. I could see him dropping down to like six, seven seed before mm-hmm. he comes back. Like the, the, that's have been bad, like genuinely bad without him. Um, they've had some really bad losses. So I think this is a big test for him and a test for Kyrie. Cause Kyrie's playing less than fifty percent of games right now, um, so James Harden's got a lot to do, uh, and he's still putting up the numbers. But yeah, he's—they're not winning, so we'll see. But he definitely deserves the All Star spot.
0: Yeah, you pair missing, in my opinion, the second best player on the planet, along with Kyrie Irving only playing in half the games, less than half the games, the team is bound to be off. Just in—it's like, right. not even that the individual players are playing poorly. It's just they can't seem to get into a groove because there's no right. continuity.
1: And so. Joe Harris just – he he had a setback in his injury. He might be out for another month or two. Mm-hmm. That's another big spot. You're missing two, three starters every game. So that's that's tough.
0: Yeah. Um. Back down my roster, Rudy Gobert definitely deserves it. Defensive player of the year candidate, obviously – He's another guy that's kind of – he puts up numbers. It's, what, 15 and 15, which is ridiculous. But uh, it's also much more of an impact thing, so similar to Draymond. His defense there is ridiculous. And, yeah, that, that yeah, that's a the, no-brainer too.
1: The Jazz genuinely are awful without him. Yeah. So
0: that's <laughs> that's a big impact. And speaking of the Jazz, they definitely deserve that second all-star in Donovan Mitchell. They They, they pair so well together that it's just like – It just, one can't be an all-star without the other, I feel like. It's just like, Mm -hmm. they have to come together, almost. And I don't know what's happening with them, why they, like, are, I saw the report was, like, that they're being passively aggressive, passively, aggressively (laughs) awkward.
1: (laughs) They're under each other's skin. What is going on? I mean, this, like, it's gone back to them beefing with each other, like, in the the start of COVID and when Rudy Gobert was joking about it when he was the first to get COVID, but like, he didn't know he was touching all the mics and everything. Mm-hmm. He ended up giving it to Donovan. And I guess the reports came out where like, he was pissed, which I mean, yeah, he, he yeah. gave him COVID. Um, <laughs> but then it was like, Oh, they figured it all out. It's going great. The jazz is the number one seed The Jazz is the number one seed again. Um, but Hey, I mean, maybe it's not fixed. I don't know, but them healthy. They look really good still but the problem is they haven't been healthy for a bit. So something to keep an eye on. Yeah, but
0: obviously doesn't take away from both of them being Um, all-stars. Another team with two all-stars and are both on my team. I really went with the teams in this one. I have the two Bucks, the two Suns, and the two Jazz. Wow. Okay. Um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Um, They're the best team in the league. No doubt deserve two all-stars. Chris Paul's the same way as Draymond and Rudy. their are just impact is out of, it can't even be described in numbers. And Devin Booker is having a career year.
1: So there's no doubt they both should be all stars. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that the Suns are the number one seed is kind of making people realize this. Uh, I think this is the first time Devin Booker has been named an all-star not being a replacement, mm. which is disrespectful first of all, mm-hmm. but, I mean, congrats to both of them. 100% deserve it. Um, Suns games are fun to watch. They, they work so well together. I think they're top five in offense and defense. Um, yeah, it's just really good basketball. And that's Chris Paul and Devin Booker mostly. So good for them.
0: Yeah. Um, Fred Van Vliet made an all-star game. Much deserved. Um, you, you know, I'll, I'll keep reminding you that you said this, Logan, but he was your favorite person to hate on. Yeah. Last season. Uh um,
1: look, look. Last season he was not good. <laughs> this season he's turned it completely around. I mean, I I, I take my L, but I, I don't take back what I said. This season he's been so much better, and I have not said anything bad about him. Um,
0: yeah, I mean 20 yeah. 22 points a game, seven assists, almost five rebounds. That's that's
1: most definitely all-star yeah. numbers.
0: The raptors
1: are sneaking up a little bit, they're they're they, not too bad. The raptors were bad when. They had like five injuries, and people didn't care about the injuries. But Mm -hmm. now they're healthy, and they are a good team. And Fred Van Fleet, yeah, the Fred Van Fleet is. um, I mean, I think he's probably one of the most underrated guard defenders in the league. Uh, To be honest, I didn't know that until this year when I started watching more of the games. Um, But he's so impactful. He's leading the league in minutes, which is a little scary. They, I think, there was a triple overtime game like two or three days ago or games ago where the five Raptor starters played more than 50 minutes each. Uh, that's a little scary, but um, yeah, I mean, his impact is just so obvious. And I, I see a lot of people saying, Oh, LaMelo ball was snubbed. He 100% deserves over Fred Van Fleet. I disagree. I know LaMelo is so fun to watch, but Fred 100% deserves this spot. Um, I'm really happy for him because he, he's an undrafted player. He bet on himself 100%. He says that all the time, but, like, it's true. Like, he he was not, he, not given anything. He earned all this. He's an NBA champion, and now he's an all-star, so I'm happy for the guy.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely deserved. And then my final spot on my team is probably the most controversial one that people had was Chris Middleton. Um, You said earlier Bucks deserving two all-stars. That's, that's probably true, but – I can definitely name a couple of players that should have gotten it over Chris Middleton and one of them being LaMelo ball. I think LaMelo Ball's had a better season, but he's, and he's also more entertaining. I think it's better for the all-star game, but
1: I don't know. That's, I w- that's where positions come in. Is, is, that, Chris is that, Middleton's a, that a small forward? So he's yeah, technically fine. a front court player, but like at that point, they, they have one center on the team. Like, right. okay. LaMelo ball's taller than Chris Middleton. Like, it, <laughs> I, I don't know. The the positions are weird, but that's why it happened. It just, I, I totally agree. Like LaMelo should be in here over. It's just the yeah, rules be, are weird. Being an all-star
0: means you're one of the best players in the league. And that shouldn't fringe upon what position you play. So yeah. I see that changing. They're not going to change it for the starters just because that's the way that basketball is. You have to name positions, but in the bench just put the seven best guys, you know, right. They'll, they'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and then obviously we know your stance on Jared Allen. Uh, we we've talked about it before. I want to know what you think about DeJounte Murray, not being an all-star because he's yeah. averaged 29 and nine this season. What do you think of him?
1: Well, he he's going to get that, that replacement spot. I think, Um, I think he's one of the least talked about young stars in the league. He's still super young. He's great defensively. He puts up those counting stats, but uh, he helps the Spurs a lot. And the Spurs are not a good team. And with DeJounte in the lineup, they are a whole lot better. His playmaking uh, year to year has jumped up so much. I think he averaged like four assists per game last season. Now it's up to like nine. The guy tore his ACL and he came back stronger. Like I am rooting for this guy. He's plays, he plays in San Antonio. So nobody watches him, but he puts up some of the best numbers in the entire league. Um, So it really sucks. He's not there The I, I hate talking about stuff like this, where it's like, Oh, we 100% deserved it. Well over who, and that's right. the part where it gets tough. Like you'd have to put him in over a guy like Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think as the replacement spot, he, deserves to be there um he's exciting too I mean he's he's a old school type player where he shoots a lot of mid-range shots and things but he's great defensively uh he already made a defensive team he leads Um, the league in steals Steals yeah he's leading the league in steals it's he puts up some of the craziest stats you'll see you look at a Spurs game and he's putting up 20 15 and 10 and it's like dang like what is this guy doing (laughs) um so yeah, I think he'll get that that reserve spot or the replacement spot, I mean, but it's tough he didn't make it. I really hope he gets in there.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think I have much else to say about the all-star team unless you have a, a qualm or anything. Um,
1: I don't know. Who else did we not name? Uh I, I got a guy like Bam at a bio, I guess, but I feel like he just was injured for too long. Um, but he's playing really well. Uh at least. Impact wise, the counting stats maybe aren't the greatest, but that heat team is a lot better when he's playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like most most of the things were right on these yeah. teams. I feel like Chris Middleton was the biggest, like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. But but like I don't it's know. also
0: fine, you know. Yeah, like, it's not insane that they picked him over like somebody
1: else, right? It, it's not and,
0: blasphemous, but
1: it's definitely yeah. not. I think can be talked about. Right. I think the, I don't know. Maybe the thing that's toughest right now is the Hornets don't have an Mm all-star and you could have put miles bridges in there for Chris Middleton. But at the same time, I don't think miles bridges deserves it over LaMelo ball. So maybe that's the thinking is LaMelo will be the, the um, replacement spot. Um, But yeah, I I feel like it's talked about every time where the positions are stupid in the all-star game. So hopefully something will get done. Adam Silver is very proactive commissioner. So I feel like he could hear that. Um, I feel like the starting voting could get changed too. Like we talked about last podcast. Uh, I don't know how else you could change the format really with that, but I think a couple of things could be changed for sure. I mean, every, it it changes like the rising stars game this year is like four teams. Now, like that's a new exciting thing. I'm excited Mm -hmm. for that one. Um, but they're trying out new things, which is great. Um, I'm excited, though. I think it'll be a fun one. I'm glad that there's – I think there's four first-time All-Stars this year. So I- I'm I'm mostly excited for Darius Garland, but I just <laughs> want to watch it. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, first-time All-Stars are Ja, Andrew Wiggins, Darius Garland, Fred, Fred. Van Vliet. Is that, that it? That's good. That's a lot. Uh, I think you so. Think, you think about the NBA and, like, the – how long players are the best in the league for fret for, for first time all-stars so it's, it's a great sign even if one of them's andrew wiggins it's a great sign for for <laughs> he, the nba
1: he would have been yeah he would 100%. have been a reserve anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but okay yeah it uh, eh, it's weird <laughs> it's a he's a starter it's weird yeah um,
0: um i think that's it um unless there's anything else i think we're good um,
1: quickly in the nba we did just have the trade deadline is coming up we did just yeah, the have first trade a basically sort of minor move but like not not like it could it could have some stuff that would be important um if you have the main the the one with all the little details you could read it out um, yes so the Los Angeles
0: Clippers and the Portland Blazers made a deal. The Clippers are trading away Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick. That pick is a 2025 pick from the Pistons. Um, they're trading that to the Blazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Blazers got fleeced. I don't know if they're blowing it up, but if you're blowing it up, why would you trade for Eric Bledsoe? I don't know what's happening in Portland.
1: Um, I don't know contractually what this does. If it frees up cap space, whatever, maybe it does, but this looks like an absolute terrible trade for Portland. In my opinion, um, Norman Powell, yeah, without Damian Lillard, you can slide him over to the two spot. I know Anthony Simons is there. I guess you're trying to free up space for him, but this is really the best you could get for Norman Powell. Like, (laughs) He's a really good shooting guard and he plays small forward because Portland's messed up with their positioning, but he's shooting 40% from three a defense is his defense is awful on this team, but that's a lot of team defense right there. Like Portland's has, has a horrible defensive scheme and everything. Um, but he is such a talented player. And I just, I'm going back to last season when I traded Gary Trent for him, who is now balling on the Raptors and he's a younger player got the same amount of money. It just makes no sense why they traded him away. He's a better defensive player. You, you basically traded away Gary Trent Jr. for Eric Bledsoe is what happened. That's awful. Um, and Damian Lillard should be pissed right now because this is really what they're doing. Maybe there's something behind the scenes that's going on and this is setting up something with contracts where they could make a bigger deal. That's the only way that I could see this being a good deal for them. But like Justice Winslow... Has not been good. 2022 second round pick is not going to be anything 95% of the time. Oh, 2025. Um, 2025, excuse me. Um, (laughs) It's just, I don't know what Portland's doing. I hope they do something later. Uh, They they got to blow up at least one of the two of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. I think both.
0: Here we go. You want to hear Woj's
1: explanation of it?
0: Let's do it. The emergence of Anthony Simons, which absolutely is happening. I think he's the future of Portland um, allows for the Blazers to move off the balance of Norman Powell's long-term contract while giving the Clippers a proven two-way wing to partner with Kawhi and Paul George. So it's basically Blazers are playing for the future. Clippers are playing for now.
1: You, I, I don't see how Norman Powell's contract couldn't be traded for a first round pick or something to yeah, some team. Like they could have gotten something better or, oh, yeah, or at least a young player. Norman Powell's a very good player. Like, I, he's not some salary dump. Um, so I agree. Anthony Simons is, is good. They should look for a lot of money. Wow. He is, but no, know. he's definitely worth Te- more than teams what they play get. a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it, this is, I'm just surprised this is all that they could get for him.
0: Yeah. Um, we're going to stay updated with the trades and by next week. It will be the trade deadline, and I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. So that'll be next episode. I f- I think, uh, kind of trade deadline news, and then our Super Bowl picks. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was a great episode. We talked a little bit about the Super Bowl, gave a little teaser uh, for our picks next week, and then we did our very own NBA All Star game draft. Uh, I think it was fun. I think it went well. Mm-hmm. I like my team. I'm sure you like your team. I obviously. do, obviously. Um, <laughs> But we'll let the comments decide who wins. Um, (laughs) uh, A post will be coming in the next week, definitely before LeBron and KD draft their teams. And you guys can see just how much much more we know about basketball than those guys. Uh, (laughs) um, But, yeah, thank you so much for listening or watching if you're still around. Shout out, Jason. We know you're still here. We love you. Um, But, uh, yeah, it has been fun. Follow us on all of our social medias down below or at the link in our Instagram bio. And uh, for my co-host, Logan Ring, my name is Diego Sandoval, signing off. Signing
1: off.